Easy, big fella. Easy. Done on, bro. Um, yeah, not much. Just cleaning the lounge room. So, for if you're listening and you hear fucking footsteps and rattling and shit, it's because I'm multitasking. Um, yeah, what are you up to? Bro, I've been procrastinating so hard. I'm, I need to clean my room. I mean, my fucking whole house. It's a mess. I've just been like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll do yeah. it after this or I'll do it after that. And I just never did. Yeah, my place, I have to be out by um, the 15th and I'm going to Tyra in a couple of days. So I've pretty much got to pack all my shit, not just my clothes for Tyra. I've got to pack at fucking everything. So, mm. oh, well, yeah, exciting times. But uh, yeah, today we're going to be doing a would you rather with most NBA questions. Um, yeah, we thought it'd be a bit of fun. It's a bit easier to do. We've been pretty, no, not serious, but like we've been... Like, I don't know how you would explain it, but this is a bit more like lighthearted and just a bit of fun. And yeah, it should be good. Hopefully it turns out good. And um, yeah, I think Jared has all the questions. So uh, he's probably going to carry this podcast for the most part, but <laughs> uh, we'll see how it goes. Now, I got, I got this Instagram page. It's NBA.WYR. So if anyone actually wants to go and have a look at it for themselves, they're more than welcome. Um, but yeah, so I got a heap of questions here. We'll start off with the first one they had, which is, would you rather have a potential superstar that needs work or a player that will help you win now? Mm. Uh, well, are we assuming that the player that's helping you win now is like older? Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Well, probably the potential superstar that needs a bit of work because... Um, I guess that would be like your Lamelo balls and etc. Um, they have high superstar potential. Player that will help you win now um, would help, but I don't think you. Well, depending on who the player is, if it's LeBron, yeah, you're probably going to get to the finals or whatever. But for the most part, you're probably just going to be a good playoff team. So yeah, I'd go for a player that will um, that has superstar potential, but uh, needs a bit of work. Yeah, hundred percent. I think this question also kind of falls under the fact of who is the team that um, we're putting this player onto? You know, because I can definitely, yeah. it depends. You know, if I'm the Lakers, I'd be going for a superstar that needs a little bit of work because you have that kind of LeBron and AD. You still some time in them. But that superstar can get that, that growth period there. So I think it just depends on the team as well. But I'm probably going to go, I'm probably going to go superstar. Oh, superstar that needs work. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now this one I thought was interesting. Would you rather have the first overall pick or the third and the seventh overall pick? Oh, this is a hard one. It really depends on what the draft class looks like. But let's give me the... Okay, let's use this. Yeah, give me the third and seventh because this draft class wasn't too stacked. So the difference between Anthony Edwards getting picked first and I don't know who got picked seventh, but... Maybe it was, no, a Congo got picked six or something. Um, yeah, if it was like a sacked draft with like Zion and he was number one, yeah, give me give me number one. But yeah, three and seven, uh, I don't think you can turn that down. No way, yeah. I would, I would pick three and seven as well, purely just based on the, I mean, they're two really high draft picks. There's going to be two high quality players. But yeah, as you said, it does, it does depend on kind of if Zion's in the draft or, you know, those superstar kind of players. But... I'm probably going to go third and seventh too. I feel like we're picking the same ones here. <laughs> nah, we'll probably disagree with a couple ones down the track also. Let's see about this one because I feel like 
I don't know. Would you rather have Joel Embiid or Carl Anthony yep. Towns? Give me Joel Embiid. Definitely Joel Embiid. Cat has scary potential, but I think he's – and that potential, like he could uh, live up to that. Like I'm not saying he isn't. He's just a bit like dodgy defensively. Um, mm. If he can clean that up, there's no reason he can't be one of the best centers in the league, if not the best. But um, as of right now, I'd take Joel Embiid, but I can definitely understand – an argument for um, having Carl Anthony Towns. I am on the fence with this one purely because it's like, as you said, Cat has potential out the fucking ass. But we've also yeah. got to remember, this guy's had potential out the ass for a long time now, since he's joined the league. And, and in all honesty, we haven't seen him properly fill that kind of shoes, that expectation he had coming into it. Uh, but Joel Embiid also, I don't know, he's... Correct me if I'm wrong... I get the vibe he's not that great of a teammate. I might get the vibe Yeah, he seems a tiny bit toxic, a but bit. I don't know. Yeah. He just seems like he just opens his mouth a bit and just kind of, eh. Yeah, I'm not a massive I'm, – I'm personally not a massive Joel Embiid fan. But, again, I'm going to pick him because at the moment, if we are talking about who is better, I'm going to pick Joel Embiid. But – Yeah. Hey, as you said, Cap's got potential. He can go places. Yeah. All right. So let's. This is an interesting one because I feel like one of these st- uh, stats that I'm about to ask is underrated heavily. Out of all time, would you rather be the best at stealing or blocking? Um. Maybe stealing because I kind of feel like it's harder. Um. Maybe it's harder. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I'm not saying I'm playing at an NBA level. I haven't played basketball in ages and it was just with my mates, but I f- would, and maybe it was cause I was a bit tall, but I feel like getting steals would be a lot harder than getting blocked. So yeah, give me a all time steal leader. <laughs> oh, actually no defense. If I was my height, so six foot four and I was the all time blocks leader, that'd probably be funner. But yeah, mm. I'd rather be the all time steals leader. I feel like steals are underrated. I feel like we don't talk about steals enough. Like, Yeah, they're not mentioned enough in stat lines, I don't think. Like, who is the all-time steal leader? Is it Alan Iverson? Oh, I think it... Um, oh, fuck. Who would it be? Um, it would be some old fucking point guard. Yeah, I genuinely couldn't tell you. I feel like steals are just so underrated. But personally, see, I'm only like six foot. See, I'm not that tall. So it's like... I don't know. I feel like steals would match my body type a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But imagine a fucking six foot player being the all time blocks leader. Like, how fucking sick would that be? That would be deadly. That would be deadly. Okay, fuck it. I'm picking blocks just for the fucking. Because <laughs> then you'll go down. You'll go down as a fucking goat. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a fun one as well. Would you rather break Kawhi's ankles or dunk on Rudy Gobert? Uh... Dunk on Rudy Gobert because I don't really like him that much. Uh, he's getting paid fuck way too much fucking money. Um, oh, actually, no. Uh, fuck, they both go viral. But if you broke Kawhi's ankles, that would literally like break the internet. Um, fuck, I'm I'm fifty fifty about this one, but uh, now nah, I'll go with my original decision of dunking on Rudy Gobert just because I don't really like him. Uh- <laughs> I know I said we're agreeing on everything, but 
at the moment we are. See, I'd dunk on Rudy Gobert as well. Imagine my big ass, six foot tall, <laughs> slamming down on that motherfucker. Like, you can't come back from that. That's that's game over. Like you might as well yeah. retire, G. You're like seven foot two, and you're getting yammed on by some yeah. fucking fat little six foot tall dude. Like that's I just can't I can't pass that down. I gotta fucking smash it on Rudy Gobert. Now, <laughs> this next one is one that I feel like we've had this discussion. I don't know if it was on a podcast or if it was just personally, but would yep. you rather for the next 10 years have Ja Morant or Zion Williamson? Yeah, we kind of half discussed it um, on a podcast. I would say Ja Morant for the, may- for the fact that I know he just got injured. He sprained his ankle or whatever. It looked pretty gnarly. It looks but... scary, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I feel like he's just got more longevity about him. I look at Zion and he just screams like he's going to get into that often because someone of his body type and the way he flies through the air and landing, that's going to have such a impact on his knees and they're slowly just going to break down. So whilst I think Zion will be the better player in his peak, I feel like Ja Morant will give you uh, more long longevity and... Um, yeah, he'll be better for you in the long run, but if I was a win-now team, I'd be picking Zion. But yeah, jump around. Okay, okay. See, I'm picking Zion purely because when we when we had this discussion, I don't think the, the 2021 season or 2020 season start properly this year's season started yet. Yep. Zion's looking good, man. I mean, we can't put yep. pass him. I was, and I had questions as well of, is his fitness up? You know, is he going to be injury-prone due to how much weight he's carrying and how athletic he actually is? He's jumping around doing all this, but he's also you know, a bigger boy. Um, but he's looking fit. He's looking healthy. He's being a beast defensively. I saw a block into Fred Van Vliet, which, like, he blocked the ball so hard that he, Fred Van Vliet caught it and shot a three. It's like, bro, he's insane. And I, I, I can't go past him. I'll have to pick Zion. I, yeah. I, no, I can understand that. I got a half job for him, just thinking about him just there. <laughs> he's, he's a freak. A freak of nature. Yeah. Now this one falls away from the would you rather, and it's a bit of a, a different, a, it's a bit of a different question, but still solid. Who would be better without injuries, Derek Rose or John Wall? Uh, Derek Rose, I think. Uh, I don't even think we got to see the prime of. Well, I wasn't really a basketball fan when he was uh, in his MVP season or whatever. But from what I've watched back. Um, that was only his third year. So mm. to think that was his prime, like he would have gotten so much better. Um, I think John Wall, his injuries don't get spoke Like I, they get spoken about, but uh, you hear a lot about Derek Rose's injuries and people undermine how much John Wall's also gone through. But both uninjured, I'd definitely go uh, Derek Rose if he never got injured yet. See, I, I, honestly, I think everyone's probably going to pick Derek Rose, but... John Wall, man, he is a freak. Like, his athleticism. And he was saying that he was injured throughout his whole career and he was putting up big numbers. So, it's like, yeah. either way, I feel like they would have both been freaks and fucking, ah. Uh, uh, me, and, me and Cooper have been speaking privately and we're going we're gonna to be doing a bit of a different podcast coming up shortly, which is a bit more planned out, a bit more scripted and more prepared about injuries and ones that we've had in our past. And fuck their cunts, man. Injuries are bad. Oh, yeah, they they fucking yeah they hit hard. Um, I read something the other day that 
John Wall when he tore his Achilles after he had his surgery or whatever. Um, he had three infections and there was a risk of him losing his foot. Yeah. So that's insane. Like, yeah, but I got a bit of a um, soft spot for everyone that gets injured because um, although I haven't gone through the whole process of coming back from my injury, which we'll touch on another podcast, I don't want to give anything away. Um, yeah, I can already tell how much of a, like a process it is and how hard it is to come back. So, um, yeah, massive respect to both of them. 100%, 100%. But... Yeah, I'm probably gonna pick. I'm probably gonna pick Derek Rose as well, purely just because, as you said, such a young person to. And, and honestly, third season that's not his prime. That's just the best we've seen. Like, yeah, in no injury, his prime. Oh, that would have been probably would have been in the all-time great point guards if we seen him no injury, and that's a big yeah. call. But, geez, man. but um, the next question I have here is. Who's winning in a seven-game series, the 96 Chicago Bulls or the 2016 Golden State Warriors? Um, I'm going to say 2016 Golden State Warriors. I think that team is just one of the – well, I think – it no, it was the greatest team ever, wasn't it? That was the 73, 73 and 9. Uh, Actually, no. 73? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that had a fuck ton of wins. And I'm pretty sure the 96 Bulls had 72 wins. So it's literally like a win difference. Um, but yeah, I think that Golden State Warriors team was just a bit more um, well-rounded. And now that's crazy to say against a Bulls team that was so dominant. But um, yeah, it's yeah, going to create a bit of controversy. But it was MJ and Pippen and then they have role play. Oh, and Rodman, I guess you could say. And then role players around them. Uh, now, I guess you could, thinking back on it, you could make the exact same argument I just said for the Golden State Warriors. But um, yeah, I just think, well, it depends what era it was played in as well. Yeah. I reckon if it was played today's game, Golden State, just because of the um, evolution of the three ball. But maybe back then, the Bulls. But yeah, I'm going to say the Warriors. It's hard, it's hard to look past Jordan and his mindset, bro. He's a freak. And it's like... Is he going to let little little Pipswick Steph Curry? Is is Steph Curry even going to be able to do much on the court? Because like obviously Jordan would take up guarding Curry, but yeah, it's like that matchup is. I'd pay to see that, bro. Like, give me fucking Durant v Jordan. Like, obviously Jordan's the better player, but holy fuck, I'd love to see Jordan defending a seven foot fucking shooter that has handles like a point guard and can shoot the three as well as Durant does. That'd be so good to watch, bro. I would love to see fucking Rodman. Under Durant's oh. skin, bro. He would just be... Yeah. I don't think Durant would be able to handle it the way Rodman played, if <laughs> I'm being honest. Like, oh, doubt it. Oh, man. That's, that would be fucking a good matchup. Oh, I wish these guys got to play against each other, man. I wish it. Yeah. But that's... that's that's. I, I'm probably going to go... I don't know. I didn't even pick, really, did I? Um. Well, either way, you can be like either way. I think the answer is right or wrong the way you think of it, mm. because there there isn't a right answer. I think both the teams are just so stacked. It would definitely go to seven. Uh, there's no doubt about that. That playoff series would be going to seven, oh, but um, yeah, I I don't really know either. I'm just going to say the Warriors because that's the team I I'm more like like I understand them a bit yeah. more. But maybe if I if I watch the Bulls. Back then, I'd say the Bulls. I don't know. Not 100%. Now, this next one, I want to paint a little bit of a, a picture for you. Let me let me break it down for you. Yep. It's, it's game seven. You're the point guard. You dribble the ball up to the three-point line. It's 
bloody, I'd say about three seconds left on the clock. Let's say three seconds. You hit the game winner. Yep. Do you want to be at home, hit the game winner, or do you want to be at an away game and hit the ga- game winner? For the championship. Fuck. Uh, I'd say home. Just because you could, like, jump into the crowd and do that whole, you know, when Hainsey fucking ran the ball Classic. dead in Origin then did that. Um, yeah, but I am a sucker for having the crowd against me. Um, I've had it a couple times because, like, obviously, this is not the same level as the NBA. No. Trust me, I'm not trying to paint yeah. myself as a fucking NBA player, but I'm a bit of a fucking asshole when I'm playing sport. Like, I've got that mentality where I just want to win. So the crowd usually hates me. And um, there was one game where uh, oh, I did something dirty and the whole fucking crowd booed, <laughs> and then I scored. And then, like, I started bowing to the crowd. Like, I was being such oh. a fucking smile. So, I, I love that. I love that shit. I love fucking doing the shushing and shit. That that shit, I love that. But, yeah, hitting the game winner in front of the home crowd where it would just be a massive, like, roar. And, um, yeah, a bit like Kawhi against uh, the 76ers when he was playing for Toronto. Oh. That was um, that was crazy. So Is that is that probably one of the best game winning shots you've seen? <laughs> yeah, that I've seen. I think there's been better... But, uh, oh, actually, has there even? Well, yeah, right. that I've seen. Yep, but um, I think it needs to be in the conversation as one of the best game winners. Like game seven in the corner, especially the way it bounced around the pitches, the fucking crowd. Um, yeah. What about you? What, what would you go with? Um, I get it. I'm a sucker as well. I, I I could only imagine the feeling of just breaking like thousands of people's hearts with fucking one shot, but. Being at home, being able to celebrate with all the fans and all the fucking ah, oh, bro, that, there'd probably be nothing better than that. So I'm probably going to go home as well. But fuck, imagine ah, oh, just hitting that yeah. shot and hearing everyone just heart sink a little bit. Oh, it makes me yeah. makes me excited just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, you look into the crowd and there's some poor six year old crying. Oh fuck, bro, because <laughs> Dame's just lost that. <laughs> I actually got uh, call me a fucking dickhead, but I kind of actually want that to happen. Nah, not really, <laughs> bro. But okay, well let's let's look for the next one. Let's look for the next one. Oh, here's one. Uh, who's the better player, Dirk Nowinski or Karl Malone? Uh, well, I don't really know too much about either of them. Uh, because like I said, I'm fairly new to um, basketball. I know who Dirk is though, and I know who Karl Malone is. Um, but yeah, give me Dirk. Uh, I don't really know enough about Karl Malone to speak. I kind of—I mean, I guess we won't get too into it. But I heard he's kind of a pedophile as well. So uh, <laughs> that, you don't really want that uh, on your team. Um, so yeah, give me Dirk. I'm taking Dirk hands down. I mean, I don't want no underage fucking kitty toucher anywhere near me. So <laughs> I'm taking Dirk all day, but I don't like Karl Malone. Yeah, I don't think many people do. No, and it's very hard to. Um, and if you do, uh, yeah. mm, that's a bit tough. Maybe check yourself, check yourself. <laughs> but, um, check yourself into a fucking rehab facility. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, here's the next one. It's another interesting one, I think. Um, would you rather be a bench warmer in the NBA or be the best Euro League player ever? So never, um, never play in the NBA. It's not like you're the best player. You go sign to the NBA. You never play in the NBA. Probably bench warm in the NBA. Um, Euro League's 
super competitive and it's second best league in the world, but there's something different about being in the NBA, I think. So, yeah, I'd go NBA. What do you reckon? See, I'm a sucker for making money, bro. I make money moves. And if I'm the best player in the EuroLeague, bro, I'm getting money. If I'm a bench warmer in the NBA, I don't know if I'm getting that much, getting that much money. But yeah, that is true. I'm probably taking the best Euro League player purely, purely because I'm a greedy motherfucker who likes money. <laughs> yeah, fair. But I mean, either way, it depends on on kind of what your your motives are. If you just want to play basketball and you want to play at the highest level, then you go NBA. But if you're like me, then <laughs> you, you, but... <laughs> but yeah, so I'd probably go Euro player to be honest. But it's yeah. a tough one. It's a tough one. Let's have a look. What's the next? Would you rather? Oh fuck! Would you rather miss a wide open layup or get posterized? Uh, wide open layup. Really? Because yeah, I don't think yes, you'd get trolled, but that poster, like whoever puts you on a poster, that shit is going all over the internet. Where wide open layup, yeah, you might get trolled a bit, but I don't think many people really talk about it as much as someone getting posted. Oh, either way, I'm, I want to die afterwards. So, um, I don't know. I, let me miss a wide open layup. Okay. Fair, that's fair. But I'm getting posted. I want to show my hard work and defense, put my body on the line. I'm getting posted all day. I'm not missing no yeah. wide open brick in a layup, bro. That ain't happening. <laughs> um, I actually got one for you. This isn't written down, but I think I heard it a while ago. Yeah. Um, would you rather be a role player? Like when I say role player, I don't even mean like I say getting like eight minutes off the bench or something okay. on a championship team or a solid starter for the worst team in the NBA that has the worst record. Uh, I'm probably, and again, this, this comes down to me liking money. Uh, I'm probably going to be the, the best player on the worst team purely because then I'll, uh, they'll yep. be so desperate to have me there because, you know, I'm the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, um, they'll give you the bag. They'll give me the bag and we'll take that bag and we'll fucking... And we'll buy ourselves our own championship ring. I don't need to earn it. Yep. I'll just fucking buy one. You, yeah, you take that bag until you're at like fucking 35 and then you do a Dwight Howe and just go to a championship level team and just win your ring. Oh, I can't believe Dwight Howe has a ring. What the fuck? That it's a bit insane. I can't believe he's fucking playing for the 76ers. I saw him fucking run past. I was watching the game just before yeah. he ran past Lamelo and like gave him a tap on the back. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to my boy? Don't touch him <laughs> like that. From- and look, n- nothing wrong. Um, we won't get too into it because I don't want to offend many people. And I've got nothing wrong against people like Dwight Howard. But <laughs> there has been a past. There has been a past. <laughs> Where it seems like he likes dudes, so I don't like him fondling Lamella like that. Yeah, a little bit of tap on the booty, nothing wrong with that. You know, <laughs> touching it up for the boys. <laughs> no, I've seen I've seen Dwight Howard grab a man's penis. I've seen it, not not full blown penis, but close enough, and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm probably gonna be yeah that that. That worst player on the on the best. I'm um, sorry, the best player on the worst team. What about you though? You did you yeah. didn't answer. Uh, yeah, worst player on the best team. I mean, best player on the worst team. Because mm. um, yeah, you still get. You might even still, if you're the best player, um, 
depending on how good you are, you could probably still make all-star teams and shit. So you'd be recognized as a good player, but yeah, just never winning a championship ever. Yeah. But all good. No, fuck that shit. No, I'm, I'm getting my bag and leaving. <laughs> um, yeah. So would you rather your point guard be smart or aggressive? So the, the display picture has a... Um, uh, fuck, I've totally forgotten his name. Steve Nash or Russell Westbrook? Um, probably smart. Okay. Because uh, I'm a bit of... Yeah, I think the point guard traditionally... Uh, is the one that pretty much sets everything up. An aggressive one would not hurt your case. It depends, I guess, what your team needed as well. But, um, yeah, probably a smart point guard that kind of sets everyone else up around them. Yeah, so you want someone who's going to space the floor. Yeah, you can still do that as an aggressive point guard as well, but I I just think a smarter point guard works better. Um, I I probably will go smart too, purely because... uh, But, again, it does fall into into the likes of kind of what your team surrounding you looks like. I mean, if, if Russell Westbrook on that Thunder team when Durant left was a was a smart point guard, I mean, that team would be as bad as what, you know, they, they relied heavily on Russell Westbrook. So it's like, yeah. or even those moments where Durant was out with injury and, and they obviously traded Harden away that, that season where he, he was out with injury for a while. It's like if, if Russell Westbrook was smart, that team would be even worse. So I think it depends. Yeah. Uh, similar to the first question where it kind of depends on the circumstance. Yep. Okay, let's have a look. And that's similar to what we just answered. Um, a lot of love for Carl Anthony Towns on these questions. Okay, here we go. Would you rather be a MVP as a rookie but get a career-ending injury or be a 10-time All-Star? Uh, 10-time All-Star. I'm not fucking dealing with that injury because career-ending as well. So that's not just a that's like a torn ACL or or an Achilles or anything. That could be like fucking sp- like a snapped, fucking really badly snapped leg or spinal or some shit. So if it's career-ending, it's probably going to impair your life quite a bit. Mm. And 10-time All-Star, I'm getting paid. And there's plenty of um, All-Stars who will never be MVPs that are still really good players. Mm. Um, yeah, give me a 10-time All-Star. I mean, you heard me say one thing. You, I heard you say one thing, and it was getting paid. And that's my answer, yep. bro. I want to get paid. Yeah. And if you win um, MVP as a rookie, because your rookie contract's not big anyway, so you'll be getting $8 million for that year. You get injured, and then that you're done. Yeah, 100%. That, that's, so, yeah, 10 time all-star. I'm taking that as well. I'm taking that as well. Now, this one I'm actually interested in. Let's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint it in a way so then we don't say, oh, I'm, you know, it depends on the team. Let's say you're a rebuilding team. Would you rather okay. have a Zion for 10 years or a LeBron James for three years? We're talking right now. Zion, 10 years. Uh, LeBron, if you're a rebuilding team, LeBron will probably get you as far as the conference finals. Maybe. I don't know if LeBron would even still have that impact, but LeBron has got to slow down sometime soon. So three years, yeah, what's he really going to be able to do for your team in three years? Where Zion, you grow with him. And, yeah, there's no reason that Zion, if he stays healthy, is not the best player in the whole NBA in like five years' time. Maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but, fuck, I think he's that good. So that is if he stays injury-free, which I have a feeling like he won't. So 
Uh, give me Zion. Okay, that's fair. I would probably do the same. I mean, LeBron's superhuman. Like, yeah, he's a freak. But Zion is also the same, superhuman. One thing I was about to say was, oh, but, but LeBron is one of the most marketable players and blah, 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 will bring a lot of attention. But then I remembered, fucking Zion is, is incredibly marketable as well. I mean, yeah. look at the Pelicans. They're, they're, much watch bas- they're must watch basketball right now. I think they have like how, something, I don't know how many fucking televised games is nationally televised in America, but it's up there with the Lakers and the, and the Warriors and the popular teams. And the Pelicans weren't doing that before Zion. So that's just how much uh, traction Zion has. Mm. And I mean, when you're pairing that with, with the goat Lonzo Ball, I mean, come on, bro. Like, yeah, actually, let's be real. The only reason fucking Pelicans are getting them games is because of fucking Lonzo. Lonzo and Zion, like 100%. That's the biggest names the Pelicans have. Not saying they're the best players the Pelicans have because Brandon Ingram's big, but when you're watching a Pelicans game, you're going, oh, there's Zion. I mean, there's Lonzo lobbing it to Zion. That's what you're looking for. It's those two. Yeah, yeah. But, man, I'm, I'm loving watching the Pelicans play at the moment, if I'm being honest. I'm loving it. I think that they're, they're playing great basketball. Steven Adams looking good. I don't know. I'm liking the Pelicans at the moment. Um, just quickly on that... Hmm. They're playing right now. Guess Lonzo's stat line. He's been playing. He's been out there for 33 minutes. I'm going 13, 6, and 5. He's got 13 points, 3 hey. assists, and 3 rebounds. Okay. What do you, how do you break that down? Break so, that down for me. What are your thoughts? Is that what you expect? Eh, come on, that's what I expect, but it still disappoints me every fucking time I see it. Like, I, I watch Lonzo on TV, um, and he looks better than what his stat line oh, shows, but just if he keeps putting up this stat line to the casual NBA fan, he's going to look like the biggest bust ever, and I don't want that. And, yeah, I want him to get paid as well, and this is a contract year as well, so he better start performing. I don't know. He just kind of lacks... He, well, like we're just discussing, he's that smart point guard mm-hmm. that's only cares about winning and just will always set up others. But he needs a bit of a, and I think that's good. But he just needs more aggression. Like he kind of seems like he he settles for too much shit. So yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's an okay stat line, but could be better. It's okay. Do you think, as we said, Lonzo is a popular NBA player. Like he's he's liked on the basketball court by most basketball fans. Do you think he's a fill-in for an all-star if injury, or does he make the all-star like bench? What do you think? It is fan voted. Uh, yeah, it could, but I think fan votes only mean so much because, so yeah. like, yeah, Alex Caruso and Taco Fall and shit were in there um, goats. Yeah, goats. last year, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't think on this Pelicans team is ever going to be a massive scorer because they have so many scorers on that team. But maybe this is a stretch, but I, I kind of want him averaging eight or nine assists a game. With the players around him, I feel like that's completely reasonable. So, yeah, oh well. well yeah, Lonzo's a guy who could easily average a triple-double. If, if It's not going to be high-point triple-double, but he could average a triple-double. And if you think he couldn't, then, yeah. I mean, what can you say? You're just a Lonzo ball hater, you know what I mean? And those ridiculous amounts of those kind of people who just hate Lonzo for the sake of hating Lonzo because he's not putting up 50 points a game. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But he could put up a 10-point, like, 10 assists, 10 rebound season. He's capable of it. 
Yeah. It's just yeah. he puts so much pressure, and I think he's got so much pressure to try and improve his scoring that other parts of his game aren't. He isn't focusing on that. Like, he's not grabbing rebounds. And, yes, he's got Stephen Adams now in the paint, which is he's going to grab rebounds all day. Zion's going to grab rebounds all day. So it's going to take away from his rebounding. But I don't know, man. Lonzo's got potential out the ass. So it just depends. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not that he's a bad NBA player. It's just more the fact that he was selected second overall and the amount of hype he came in with after the, his season with UCLA um, and how much LeVar spoke him up and shit. Mm. Uh, yeah. Not 100%. I don't think he'll... Oh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, with the plays he was chosen over, like Jason Tatum and stuff like that, I think that was... I mean, at the time, picking Lonzo second was the smartest option, but yeah, it's kind of come back to bite the Lakers a bit, even though they've won a championship by trading him, but yeah, oh well, come on Lonzo, please pick up your game, me and Jared are going to fucking cry ourselves to sleep if you don't, so. (laughs) Well, speaking of the Lakers winning a championship and Lonzo being traded, let's talk about the man he was traded for, Anthony Davis. Would you rather have prime Dwight Howard or current Anthony Davis? Give me prime Dwight Howard. That may be a... um, People forget how fucking good Dwight Howard was. Mm. Um, He was... Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to Google it. I'm just going to have to Google how many defensive uh, player of the year um, awards he won. Dwight Howard. Actually, I don't know if I'd choose Dwight Howard because of... uh, It depends. The whole touching boys thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're into that sweet, but <laughs> yeah, you, bro, man. Don't be touching my team, like I would um, achievements. Do I can say? Oh, why do fuck. Uh, you give you give your answer, and I'll um, I'll get all these Dwight Howard shit up. Dwight's insane, hundred percent. He's insane. Uh, great defensive player, but we've also got to remember. Anthony Davis is a great defensive player as well. Plus, Anthony Davis is a three ball in his game already. Uh, so I'm picking Anthony, bro. Anthony Davis, he can shoot the three ball. He's a great defensive uh, defensive player. Came second uh, defensive player of the year this year. Should have been first, but you know, dumada dumada. But yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Anthony Davis purely based off of how good he is currently and how young he is currently as well. I don't know if we're going prime Dwight. He's young too, but fuck man. Anthony Davis hasn't even reached his full potential yet, and that's scary to me. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could be onto something because I'm looking at so I have its achievements, and whilst they are fucking awesome, um, not as good as I remembered. Like he won the Defensive Player um, three times in a row: 2009, 2010, and 2011. But other than that, yeah, eight All Star appearances, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, actually, give me a day. Okay. Okay. I respect that. Okay, here we go. You, we want to move on from that question? Yeah. All right. Let's look at... Let's, we're similarly touching on kind of that trade again. You're an organization like the Lakers. Let's not use the Lakers because they want to chip, but um, you're an organization that has superstar young talent, right? Do you trade your young assets yeah. or do you keep or for a superstar or do you keep them and rebuild or build your team based off of them? 
You're the GM. What do you um, think? If I feel like that superstar I bring over could win me a championship, yep, I'm going with that. Um, although it could hurt you in the long run, I feel like if you're a championship-level team, you're going to attract players anyway. So, like, younger players as well. Like, the Lakers, yeah, they traded um, pretty much – well, not everything, but they traded a lot for AD. They've got their championship. They're looking like they're going to win it again this year, and they've been picking up players like Schroeder and uh, Montrezl Harrell and stuff. So, um, whilst, yeah, it could suck in the longer run, um, yeah, those championships that you get for those – years are going to attract younger players to your team, I think. So, yeah, trade your young assets, depending on who they are. Um, yeah, let's, I'd let's, go with, yeah, let's go, say, go all in for a championship. Let's say Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. They're, they're yeah. your young assets. Oh, Brandon Ingram now? No. I would not go trading Brandon Ingram because I feel like he is a superstar in his own right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonzo, as much as I love you, Lonzo, but if I have to trade you to get someone that could bring me a championship, uh, see you later. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Okay, I respect that. Okay. Now, here's another one. Would you rather have... Or would, who would win? Okay, let's say who would win in a seven series. Uh, seven game series. Uh, the Showtime Lakers with Kobe Bryant or a healthy 2019 Warriors? I'm talking Kevin Durant. I'm talking healthy Boogie Cousins. I'm talking that 2019 Warriors. Uh, 2019 Warriors. Can't look past that team. Although, I love you, Kobe. Rest in peace. I can't go past that Warriors team. Um, Especially if Boogie was, like, fully healthy. Like, fuck, that Warriors team. Jesus Christ. And I feel like that Warriors team was beating that Raptors team if Clay and uh, KD never got injured. I reckon Warriors would have took it to 7-1. and Um, But, yeah. Yeah, give me the Warriors. What do you reckon? I think people forget Boogie Cousins is a good fucking basketball player. Like, that yeah. kid is is deadly. Now, when I say kid, he's a full-blown adult, probably double my age, depending on how old he is. But, uh, okay, not double my age. He ain't 40. But, <laughs> um, you know, he's a good basketball player. And in his prime, was one of the best centers in the league. Like, we can't forget that. So, if he's, if he's healthy... Durant's healthy, Clay's healthy. I don't think much. I don't think you can really pick any team that can properly beat that team. I don't know. It's just yeah. that on paper that team's stacked as shit. So if everyone's healthy, then yeah, I think it's it's a four zero sweep for most most teams you chuck against them. Yeah, yeah. But Kobe is a freak, and I'll, and as, as you said, rest in peace, Kobe. But I don't know, man. This team, it's it's good. So. I can't look past the Golden State yeah. Warriors. All right, let's have a quick look at some more. We'll do a few more. Um, yep. Would you rather have an zero and seven record in the M- in the NBA Finals or never make it past the first round? Oh. So you never win the finals, Ooh. but you never make it past the first round. It's tough. Yeah, give me the 0-7 record in the finals. Although, oh, God, that would look bad. But I think it looks worse if you can't get past the first round, depending on what type of player you are. If you're a superstar, um, let's say Giannis. I know he's gone past the first round before, Mm. and I know he hasn't uh, made the finals yet. But 
if you're expected to be good enough to take your team to a championship, the fact that you can get them into the finals, I think is better than if you're constantly getting knocked out in the first round, like that would completely tarnish your legacy. But then again, um, LeBron has a, I think it's just because of how great LeBron is and people will always find a way to hate on him. Mm. But he hasn't got a, like he's four and he's four and six in the finals and he cops so much shit. Oh, um, where not many people like to speak about Jordan and when he got knocked out of the playoffs, uh, not even because, yeah, Jordan has a six and no finals record. But um, I'd say LeBron has a better record in the actual playoffs and then Jordan has a better record in the finals. Um, okay. So, yeah. In saying that, I know I just kind of contradicted myself, but I'd go 0-7 in the finals because, yeah, not getting past that first round of the playoffs would just uh, be kind of fucked. Bro, I'm, I don't know how you did that. I'm scared to talk about LeBron and, and Jordan comparisons. I get scared because most fans are fucking No one, No bro. one fucking stabbed me. But um, here's one that I'm actually I'm actually really interested. If this question doesn't add. A, I'm going to add a little bit to the question. Let's say these four players are in their primes. Who are you picking? Who's the better duo in a in a let's just say like two v two? PG and Curry, or Kyrie Irving and Kawhi? In their primes. Okay. PG and Curry. Give me Irving and Kawhi. Um... It's hard, but oh fuck! Yeah, I'm actually, no, to... fuck I'm... it. Yeah, give me Kyrie and Kawhi. Okay, break it down for me. Why? And I don't, I don't even know if I can explain it either. Because if I start explaining it, I could make the exact same argument for Curry and mm. PG. But um, I think. Ah, uh, uh, yuck. Fuck, I hate this question. <laughs> I feel like PG just can be a bit inconsistent. Um, although he can be good, he showed in that little stretch with that Kawhi that he kind of turned to poo poo. He showed in the bubble that he kind of turned to poo poo, but I can understand that the bubble was unforeseen circumstances or whatever. Curry's good. Cool. But we're talking. Ky- Kyrie we're talking is. Paces, I think. We're talking Pacers PG, though. Let's remember that. I think, I think just having Kawhi puts it over the edge for me. I think whoever you put with Kawhi, I'm probably going to choose with choose that that side. Okay, okay. So you're a Kawhi. Oh, actually, no. If you put if you put Paul George and Kawhi, maybe not. But eh, I don't know. I'm, it, it depends. I think Kawhi's length is what's is what's helping there. Because I mean, in all honesty, I mean Curry's probably the better player. But who's the better defensive player out of Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving? Neither of them are really known yeah. for their defensive work. So it's like, it's tough there. But Kawhi is obviously a better defender than Paul George and personally as well, better offensively. But Curry, Curry yeah. destroys uh, Kyrie offensively, in my opinion. But I think, I think as you said, Kawhi does kind of help that, that little bit. It's, it's a fucking hard one. It's a hard one. Yeah. Well, look at how good Kyrie is kind of complementing... KD. Now, I'm not saying KD and Kawhi are kind of like the same players, but they have similar similarities. So, um, yeah, I think they'd work well together. Okay, okay. I respect that. Uh, this next one is another one that I feel like it's not as hard as that last question, but would you rather have two 
above average super, like superstars, like above average all star players. Like they're like the LeBron Jameses and the Michael Jordans, like name brand players till the day NBA is never not played anymore. But a pretty shit bench. Or would you rather two, you know, good players, superstar players, and a and a pretty good bench, like a good bench, like a strong bench. Like two all stars. I think the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the first one because I think teams have shown that you can kind of get away with it. Now, I understand the Lakers had more pieces than just LeBron and AD last year, but they kind of proved it because their bench wasn't too good. Like who they have? I mean, Caruso the goat, so um, that was one good piece. But what they had, Kyle Kuzma who I'm definitely a better player than. No fucking arguments there. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma actually sucks. Um, they just, I don't know. I think I'd have the two superstars and the shitty bench because I feel like the superstars could kind of just carry in a sense. I think, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, as you said with the Lakers bench, like when, if I see Jared Dudley getting minutes on a championship team, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm tripping balls. But yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go to like, all-star, all-star, like, superstar-level players and the trash bench. Um, because, yeah, yep. I mean, if you've got LeBron and Jordan on the court, don't matter what the fuck you're doing or no, no matter who the fuck you're playing, that team's winning. Even if you have trash scrubs on the bench, even if I was fucking playing for that team's bench, we're still winning yeah. the shit. Yeah. Uh, should we go one more question and then wrap it up? Yeah, we'll do one more. Let's pick a good one. Let's pick a good one. Let's pick a good one. Um. Uh, this is a tough one. I don't want to have a bad one. I would love to. Uh, I have one that I want to ask. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna ask it. You got a. This is the final question. You got a 10 year contract right now. We've seen Lamelo play some NBA ball now. Who are you signing? Lamelo ball or Lonzo ball? Lamelo. Uh, and that's not just because I prefer him. I love both the ball bros, or all of them, all three, uh, even though Leangelo's, uh, yeah, doing whatever. I just think Lamelo has so much. Right now, Lonzo's the better player, definitely. But I think Lamelo just has that much potential. It is so scary. I feel like he has a more shooting mentality as well. Like he's, he's a more aggressive scorer, even though his form's disgusting. I feel like he's just as good of a passer and can set up his teammates around him just as well. And, um, yeah, I guess you can make the argument for Lonzo. But I feel like from what we've seen from these first few games, from Lamelo, v what we've seen for the, a few years with Lonzo, I think I'd pull the trigger and say Lamelo. Now, although that is a risky one, because Lonzo has shown that he could be a solid point guard for your team. But, yeah, Lamelo has superstar, superstar potential about him. So, yeah, I'd go Lamelo. Okay. I – it's tough because, I mean, if we're talking about let's, – let's cut down the sample size because obviously we have a lot more of Lonzo than we do um, Melo. So, if we're talking Lonzo ball early first year, kind of Lakers Lonzo, it's like this dude, he – He's one of the youngest players to have a triple-double. I don't know if he still is in that top three, but he was in the top three uh, youngest players to have a triple-double at some point in time. So it's like Lonzo has potential, and but so does Melo. But I think 
in the small sample size that we've seen Melo, and, and if we put that same time period on Lonzo, I'm picking Lonzo. That may be a little bit biased yep. because I'm a massive Lonzo ball cock rider, but I'm picking Lonzo. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, I can I can understand it either way. Um, you can't go. Wrong. It's just kind of hard because of we haven't seen too much from Lamelo, but. Um, yeah, I think the way he made it to the NBA as well is what pushes – he he went pro at 16. Now, although mm-hmm. it wasn't really his choice, Lavar kind of sent uh, Jello and Mello over there to Lithuania um, against their will, borderline. Um, I think he's just had so many more experiences, like coming over to Australia. He's just always been against pros, it seems, um, and playing at such a hard level. So, yeah, for that, I'll pick Lamelo. Um, but, yeah, you can't really go wrong with, with either – um, yeah, that's actually that's a good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, Sway. Right. I I guess I'll wrap it up. Uh, I'll explain the situation a bit. Um, not to wait. What the? F- okay, yeah. No, I almost thought I was going tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but the day after. So the fifth. Um, going to visit the old man. Uh. Doesn't have internet. I mean, I could get credit, but I don't know how long the episodes could be or whatever because data runs out pretty quickly. So, yeah, that's until the 16th. Now, when I come back up, uh, we would be moving house. So, fuck knows whether the internet will be set up and and stuff like that. So, I'm not sure how long it'll be till the next episode. But if it's by like the 20th of January and we haven't got another episode out, I'm just going to buy a credit and we'll record one because... I'm addicted yeah, to recording podcasts now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we will get a podcast out soon, but they may be not as consistent as they have been recently, but um, it's not us slacking off. There are actual reasons behind it. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll also explain that the app we're recording on is a free app. It, it's easy to use. It's good, but it also has some downfalls. Like in this podcast, if you ever heard one of us talking over each other, um, it wasn't happening in the actual recording. It just comes out like that in the um, finished product, which is a bit annoying, but it's not the end of the world. But yeah, we're going to soon work towards uh, recording in different ways and getting them on Spotify and that. I just don't really know how to do it as of yet. But um, yeah, we will get there one day. But as of now, Anchor would work. Uh, Anchor is going to work for us. And um, yeah, we apologize if there was talking over in this one as well. We just can't really do much about it. But yeah, any, uh, any last words for the next fuck how many days maybe two weeks nah man i mean i hope everyone's having a good happy new year but other than that man i'm keen to rip back into it get this podcast happening often you know we're recording pretty often which is good uh but we've got a we got we've yeah. got a big podcast in the works uh which i'm in Ooh, yeah. i'm very proud to be able to do and i know cooper's very proud to be able to talk about it as well it's something very close to both of us so uh we want to make yeah, sure that it, it's good it, and yeah, it'll help a fuckload of people. Uh, it, it it really will help. And um, if we get it how I think we can get it, it'll be our best podcast yet. So I'm keen. I know Jared's keen as well. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just a matter of making something that we're both proud of. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, something I want to be able to show family members or people going through this kind of thing when we do eventually talk about it. So I wanted to make sure it's not just us spitballing kind of off the top of our heads and, you know, nothing wrong with that, but, and I know both me and Cooper, we're both, yeah, something that we hold dearly to us. So you'll be excited to see it, I think, when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, 
till next time, probably in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll keep you all posted. I'll be still uploading to Instagram and Facebook. So, yeah, follow us there. And, yeah, see you.